Praise God. Can we move this out of the way? Is that all right? There we go. Praise God.
That's three years longer than I thought I'd be married. <laughs> See, in England, I'm very funny. So, so funny. The translation, very cool. Anyway. I've been married three years. Imagine you're at my wedding. In the middle of the wedding. And I get up and say, I have good news for my, my new wife. And What is he going to give her? New car. New house. I say, no, I've got a book for you, my wife. And if you read this book, you never have to talk to me again. Now, am I a good husband or a bad husband? Maybe. I'm a bad husband. Because the relationship between a husband and wife is one of communication. Amen. If you want to have a friendship with somebody, it's about communication. And Jesus came to release us from the rules so we can have a relationship. Verse 16 goes on to say, But now, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached. And everyone is eager to get in. If people, you see, what you have to understand when you go back to verse chapter 15, let's go back to chapter chapter 15, verse 1. And here we see that Jesus is teaching. And everybody who comes to listen to Jesus teach. Now, the, 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 the preachers came to listen to him preach. The, the Pharisees and the, and the priests all come to hear Jesus teach. But other people came to hear Jesus teach as well. Tax collectors. Prostitutes. Alcoholics. They had all come to hear Jesus teach. Every person had come to hear Jesus teach. Because when Jesus preached, it was popular. Popular. It was everyone like. Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. And the, 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 the meetings room were too small. There was people outside. They were taking the roof off so they could get inside. Because when Jesus preached the kingdom, everybody wanted to get into the kingdom. It was attractive. So what are we doing different? What are we doing different as the church in 2000, well, not 2017, and 2016? 2016? 2016? 2016? What are we doing different that they were doing 2,000 years ago? Because in, in, in chapter 15, verse 1, it says that tax collectors and 
very bad sinners came to Jesus because they wanted to hear what he had to say. What are we doing different? Because this morning I don't see anybody knocking on our door to get in. I see empty seats this morning. Maybe we're not preaching the gospel as Jesus intended. Because when Jesus preached the gospel, everybody came in. And the only people that didn't come in were the religious people. Standing going, oh Jesus, pointing with their finger. You know, but the people who were not religious listened with a different heart. And they heard about this man. They heard a story about a man. And this man had lots of sheep. And one of his sheep one day got lost. So the man went out to find the sheep. And he brings the sheep back into the where the other sheep are when he finds him. Now we know that story, yeah? Now well, when we think about that story, we think about the lost sheep. Something can only be lost if it first belongs. If I lose something, I only lose it because it originally belonged to me. How <laughs> I cannot lose something that doesn't belong to me. So if I was to lose my iPhone, it would be a very, very sad day. Ajan Ed Rack iPhone. I love my iPhone. And if I lost it, and somebody else find it and they take it away who does the iPhone belong to? me or the other person? yours? yes it's because it, it belongs to me the point of this the, the story of the lost sheep is to not make Buddhist people feel bad. It's not to make people feel depressed. It's saying, you belong. You belong to God. That's what the message is meant to be. Not you're lost. Well, actually, you may be lost. But you could only be lost if you belong. You could only be lost if you belong. So every person you think of as lost. Away from God. They belong. Amen. Amen. If you're not saying amen this morning, it's because I'm challenging your thinking. Because my job is come to set people free from religion. 
So if you feel a fight inside you this morning, praise God. Means God is moving in your life. If you maybe feel upset with me this morning, praise God. It means you're alive. Amen. The parable of the lost coin. The story of the lost coin. There's this lady. And she had ten coins. That was five, wasn't it? That's ten. She had ten coins. And she loses a coin. Okay, let's imagine it's ten thousand baht instead. Imagine you lose one thousand baht. Would you be upset? Talk to me. Talk to me. Yes. That's a lot of money. So you would go looking for it, yes? Yes. Okay, you, you've got to talk to me this morning. Because when you talk to me, I know you're listening there. Okay. So you go looking for it, yes? Amen. Amen. And it's lost. It's lost. Uh huh. It's lost. Your 1,000 baht note is lost. How much is it worth? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Correct. Okay. Imagine you find your 1,000 baht note. You find again. You, the first story. You belong. 
The second story. You have never lost your value. Is that good news this morning? Amen. Is that an attractive message this morning? Have you never heard this this until this morning? <laughs> Have you never heard? <laughs> I know. I was in church. For, I've been a Christian 30 years. And only this year. I read the story like this. We should be presenting the gospel to people. Because if people know they belong, and if people know they're loved, because it says that the, 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 the lost sheep was loved by the shepherd. In fact, the shepherd loved the sheep even more when it was lost. You see, God, when we mess up, when we make mistakes, God is not angry with you. He is even more in love with you. He is not put off by you. He is not, he doesn't reject you. Never. Christians may reject you. Your family may reject you. But Jesus will never, ever, ever reject you. Well, you don't know what I've done, Ashanette. I say this in the nicest possible way. I say this in the nicest way possible. And I say this with love in my heart. I don't care. Don't care about your behavior. Because love is more than behavior. You know, I've been married three years. And sometimes my behavior has been very good. <coughs> and sometimes my day. <laughs> and my wife <laughs> has loved me no matter what. Whether I was a good boy or a bad boy, my wife loved me. <laughs> and now I understand God's love for me. My wife, love does not change for me. My wife's love is so loving, it annoys me. It frustrates me, she loves me. Yes. <laughs> because I've never been loved with such an intensity and a passion before. And the moment I woke up this morning, my wife is leaning into my face. <laughs> And she's pulling on my cheeks. And she's saying how much she loves me. See, God loves you like that. But even more. Even more. Not just my wife loves me because I'm a good husband. No. Does my mum love me because I am a good son? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never bring her to 
try that again. <laughs> no, they love me. Because they love me. Because they love me. Because they love me. Because they love me. And that is how we are meant to love those outside here. That is how we're meant to love as Christians. Because how can you hate your brother and love God? Isn't that what James says? Book of James? The pastor's nodded, so it must be that. The book of James? He says, how can you love God who you have not seen and hate your brother who you have seen? See, I can't claim to love God and treat people badly. It doesn't go together. <laughs> Amen? Amen. A few more amens then. A few more amens. <laughs> By the end, you'll all be saying amen. Praise God. Then there was this 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 kid. It was this boy. And this man had two sons. The The man had two sons. And then one day, the greedy son went to his dad. I said, Dad, give you the money. <laughs> what, is he, what is he saying to his dad? What is he saying to his dad in his actions? <laughs> I wish you were dead. Because he's wanting his inheritance. You only get an inheritance when someone's died. So this guy is like saying, I, I just I want your money more than you, Dad. And what does dad do? What does the dad do? See, that's grace. That's great. And so the young son, the greedy son, the, 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 the disrespectful son, he goes off, spends all the money, spends it on wild living, drinks alcohol, takes drugs, sleep with women. And then he runs out of money. And then his friends disappear. <laughs> and he's left with nothing. See, your real friends are the ones who stay with you when you go through difficult times. If they disappear in difficult times, they weren't your real friends. <laughs> so he, he loses all his money. And now he's hungry. So he works for a pig farmer. <laughs> and he gets he gets his food is so bad, his food is so horrible. He looks at the pig food. Now, who has ever looked at pig food and thought Aroy? No, 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 no one ever thinks that. But this is how hungry he was. How poor he was. So what does he do? He goes, I could go and serve my father. Because my father's servants live in a very good lifestyle. 
In, in human thinking, we are like stupid father. <laughs> you know, it does not make sense. See, but grace doesn't make sense. See, if grace makes sense, it's no longer grace. If how God treats people doesn't upset you, I'm not sure if you believe in the gospel. Because what happened with the, the remember those two songs? Greedy son. And you had good son. And he stayed at home. And he served in his father's house. And he did everything his father told him to do. But he really wasn't a son. He wasn't. He behaved like a servant. He didn't behave like a son. What does the father what does he say to the father? I've served you all these years. <laughs> I've been to all the prayer meetings. <laughs> I completed Bible school. I've come every Sunday. That doesn't make you a son. That doesn't make you a son. These are the sons of God. These are the sons of God. The sons of God are those that follow the Spirit of God. Romans 8.14 So you can still be in the house and not behave like a son. If you see yourself as a servant, well, I'm just a servant of the Lord. Oh, you sound very spiritual. You but actually, that's a less position than being a son. You see, I'm not a servant trying to be a son. I'm a son who goes about my father's business. What's, I show you the, let's look at a, a verse in particular. I'll show you the key to the poverty spirit. Luke 15:29. And if you have a Bible, I want you to look at this because this is going to be really important. This will set you free this morning. But he replied, this is the young, the, the older son saying to the father. All these years I have worked for you. I never once refused to do anything you told me to do. And in all that time, you never gave me. And the father says, um, Everything I have is yours. 
สิ่งที่พ่อมีทั้งหมดก็ให้ก็เป็นของลูก See a servant is always looking to be given. A son knows their authority. <laughs> yeah. A son knows their authority. You have been given all things in Christ Jesus. But do you really know that? Or are you in your bedroom praying, Oh Jesus, give me some money. Oh Jesus, give me this. Oh Jesus, give me that. That's the attitude of a servant. A son says, I stand in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And by faith, I release the finances I need or the healing I need. By faith, I release. Now, if that is not a revelation in your heart, you can't just copy those words and it will happen. I know I'm a son. I know I'm a son. I know that. And I know the authority I have in Christ. Are you so busy serving God you've forgotten to love God? But I want to see God's kingdom come! So do I! But the kingdom is not given to servants. Who is the son of the kingdom given to? It says in the Bible. When the children came to Jesus. And the disciples like, oh, go away, children, go away, go away. What did Jesus say? Don't send them away. Because the kingdom of heaven is given to those like them. The kingdom is given to children, not some servants. That's what Jesus said. Jesus, the kingdom is not, he, he says it's given to children. Are you so busy being a servant you forgot to be a child? Now, all our activity can stay the same. But what does need to change is the motivation of our hearts. And you know it starts with this. God, I don't know I'm a child. I don't know I'm your son. I don't know I'm your daughter. It starts with an honest, humble heart revealed up. That says, I want to be a child more than I want to be a son. I know very challenging this morning. I know very challenging preaching this morning. 
But I love you guys. For two or three weeks, I've been praying for this man in England. Now, I am not a good missionary. I don't have a list of people I pray for. You know, you, you met those Christians, they have a list of people they pray for every day. I'm not one of those Christians. But I've been praying for this man for three weeks now. Because this church is in a time of change and transition. And it's going to hurt. <laughs> I promise you. But God this morning is inviting you to stop serving Him and start loving Him. <laughs> healing as much as cancer needs healing. Religion, same, you, okay. I'll try again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Religion uh -huh. needs, needs healing yeah. as much as sickness needs I need to go on that journey every day. I need to go on that journey of healing more than If you think I'm perfect, just talk to my wife. <laughs> or my mother. Or my children. They'll tell you. Hmm. But I want to go on a journey with God. I don't want to hear the words good and faithful servant. Remember in the Bible it says Jesus tells a story. Jesus tells a story. And then you know it says, you know, you'll hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't want to hear those words. I want to hear the words the Father said to Jesus. I want to hear those same words the Father said to Jesus. This is my son whom I love much. That's what I want to hear when I get to heaven. I don't want to hear, well done, you've been a good missionary. Or well done, you've been a good servant. Because if I hear those words, I'm going to feel like I've failed. That the whole of my life I lived below what God had for me. And I don't want to live below what God has for me. And I don't want to live below what God has for me. 
being a servant is living for more. So in the name of Jesus. If you know in your heart of hearts you've not given your life to Jesus. That you may have come to church for a long time but you've never really surrendered your heart. You've never really said yes to the Father's love. You may have said yes to serving Him. You may have said yes to serving Him. But you've not said yes to being a child. And just in this moment, I want you just to put your hand up and say, I want to be a child. You never give your heart to Jesus just put your hand up really high so God can see what's happening in your heart Because you're crying out to him at this moment. He says, I want to be a child again. I hear the spirit of God 
Then just come forward. If you don't, that's fine as well.
This is not the beginning of the end. This is a journey of learning how to be a child of the Go on a journey as I go on a journey. Go on a journey with if your aim is to be a pastor or a teacher or if at one point you will graduate and you arrive but if you're a child there is no graduation. I'm 37 years old. I'm 37 years old. And my mom still calls me her baby. You will always be God's baby. Yeah, I don't care how old you get. Or grey you get. Or bald you get. You will never stop being the child. And it's those children, because the children, creation is waiting for. Because this is the revelation. It's the revelation of the sons of God. <laughs> this world is not looking for servants this morning. It's looking for children. Amen. Amen.